you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the Tenoa route. Hop to the portal and got no fight. The life knocked them out. Bow. I'm so fighting style. Bow. You will see he tapped out. Them Portal Boys be podcasting. This is Joshua. And this is Elias. And on this episode, we're going to be covering Season 2, Episode 9 of Rick and Morty, entitled Look Who's Purging Now. Man, I think I immediately said it out loud. This is a great episode. And you were just like right there with me. Yeah, I mean, before we do these episodes, we always sit down and uh, and watch it together and take yeah. some quick notes on it. And I mean, I wish that we could catch that because some of our funnest bullshit comes up whenever we're talking about it right then. But yeah. Um, you know, we took some notes on it, and it's a really fun episode, dude. Like just, it's a it's it, and it's and it's easy to cover on a podcast because it's not doing a bunch jumpy. of jumping around. It's There's only like a little bit of talking yeah. with uh with Jerry, Jerry and, Summer, and Summer, which is yeah. fucking just a pathetic piece of dialogue, man. That goes, it's it's ridiculous, man. Jer- it's, it's Jerry's such a piece of shit. And it's simplicity of making him seem even scummier. You know? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry. He's got some endearing qualities, but man, you can definitely not like that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But uh, it, it starts with uh, Rick and Morty in the ship, right? Yeah, kind of like one of the traditional setups for an episode. And Morty definitely remarks on how it's kind of good ba- good to get back into the old swing of things, you know? Yeah. And so like, he's definitely excited. They seem to be like, I mean, they we had like mini Rick. We had a bunch of like little, like, like more, more larger base stories that seemed to encompass more than just Rick and Morty, so it was kind of like... Yeah, a lot of different yeah. players gotten involved. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you had even side people kind of getting in, in there getting them I mean, Mr. Sense. Poopy Butthole. Yeah, so... I mean, they got all the way down to Mr. Poopy Butthole. Mm-hmm. You know, come on. And so to see them two in a ship just kind of rehashing the the good old days was just... Uh, it was it was basically a uh, good feeling for both was, of them. It was refreshing yeah, it was for refreshing. Morty and for us. Yeah. And so, uh, the thing that basically tees up everything in the episode is a uh, uh, space bug. It's the windshield. Yeah, and he and basically they're like, he's, Morty's like, what the hell? Like, there's bugs out in space? And, like, of course, Rick is like, yes, do you think just, like, you know, we just, like, basically came from nothing? Like, so what do you think? Life just developed yeah, on Earth alone? Yeah, alone, yeah, exactly. So it's the best. Yeah, I love how Rick... Put you, put you, hit you with the humility stick real hard. He does. He ma- he, he makes a great effort to make you understand that you know, we're just primordial food. Primordial foods is what we are. Just come come together in a monkey, you know, monkey formation from goop. Uh, I think it was uh, whenever we was talking about Jerry. Uh, you could be just a a pile of atoms stacked together or something like he was basically yeah, saying yeah. that you're just like a yeah, a pile of random fucking molecules hold, held together by energy type shit just yeah. like nothing you're nothing, nothing bro. yeah um but they ultimately land on a purge planet full of cat people and then for wiper fluid if it's gonna be anything it's definitely gonna be cats oh man i just got it the note i just got the notification on my phone that tkc number 36 was published that's always you fun feeling good, feeling good it's always that. cool whenever you like get an organic notification about something yeah. that pops up it's like neat it definitely works that it's cats and they get back on the organic feeling of it it's definitely like that always happens to me like right when i'm in the middle of something like like tedious and then I'll be like oh you know you gotta get that little dopamine rush of like that was happening a lot whenever we were tra- I was tracking that hundred views yeah oh yeah that was that was a that was a dopamine dependent day yeah, right there yeah. we're not getting near as many views on portal boys 
Yeah, but I think oh well, even if they don't, doesn't yeah. matter. We're enjoying ourselves. We're I, sharpening I, our sword right now. I love every bit of it, man. Like I said, it just makes sense that it was cats. I think if we get caught up to the point where we're like uh, publishing them as they're coming out, and yeah. we're like posting about it in groups and stuff, and like being real tryhard about it, probably get some like pretty good little traction. Probably never enough to like make any money or sell any nah. good merch or anything, but like we could get some we could get some other incels out there listening, probably. Just, just sad boys fapping to your voice, fapping to you. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm saying that's what's most probable to come of this podcast. <laughs> it's like he's got a sexy voice, that big butt. When we find out there's just like legions of fucking dime pieces who are huge Rick and Morty fans who are just gonna fawn over my voice, just that'd gonna, be perfect. That'd be per- I mean, could get, it could be worse. I just, I just imagine like sweaty dudes with like pimples and neck beards and like three decade old glasses were actually you know, like those are the dudes who yeah, i feel like are going to be like oh like, my god the portal boys we, podcast we we have our our in, our inselly niche <laughs> just like we do a, we do we do like a, our own little like meet and greet and it's just a bunch of like, the neckbeard brigade it's like we're literally just gonna make we're gonna sell towels with with like portal boy logos on it this is to keep the grease Away. It's free to fap into you, oh, nasty piece of god. shit. Oh my god! What is it like? Mountain? What is it? Uh, it was a. Uh, what place was it? What's a what's a mountainy area that's like real touristy here? The Rocky Mountains. Is that what it is? He's like. What? I don't know. I can't remember. What the fuck are you even talking about right now, my dude? Morty jerking off into the monument, like the Rocky Mountain. Uh, t-shirt that they got on a family trip. Oh my god, he's like, you just gotta ball it up and shove it into the trash. It's like a Yellowstone shirt. <laughs> Yellowstone, that's what it is. Is it's that what yellow, it was, yeah, is Yellowstone? Like Yellowstone. And he's like, he's like, he goes, but but why that specific shirt? Is it is it the logo? Is it something to do with that particular time and place? It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's like, what a great, what another, what another great, like, snippet of, a, of an amazing episode. Yeah. So, they're landing on the planet. It, it's just a it's just a shit ton of cat people, and the mayor. And it's comes. like Amish times. Yeah, and they're they, like they're like like farmers. Yeah, like they're, there are no cars. Yeah, it's just like you yeah. know what I'm saying. But there are houses. Like it's like it's like the it's like random eight, hay bales everywhere. It's like 1800s. Yeah, ran, if that random, makes sense. It's exactly. like 1800s. Just um, random hay bales everywhere, and just like cobblestone stuff, like houses. It's just very, very. Amishy rural kind of vibes to it. I mean, Rick even refers to Arthrisha at one point as that Amish bitch. But there is, but like there is like a general store because they land, and he's like, "Hey, we just you know, we just need some cleaner fluid. Uh, do you know where I can get it's like, that?" Also, you're not gonna freak out yeah, that we're here, are you? Worship us now? Are yeah. You? It's like, no, no, no. The general store ought to have what you need. <laughs> yeah. So, Which also kind of speak with like a southern twang. Yeah, just like all of them are like country boys. Like, oh yeah, the general store the I have exactly what store. you need. Uh, there's a great episode of uh, of South Park where they go to like uh, 1893. Have you ever seen that episode? Where the literal of is what South Park? It's they go to 1893. It's literally I don't, a time, th- I don't think so. It's literally a time capsule kind of educational place for kids to go, and they're stuck in 1893. And to the point where, like, people who are supposed to be these sophisticated robbers, but all they basically knock over is a Burger King, take over the little spot, and they're trying to figure out how to get out. And 
they have to Stan or one of them has to talk country or talk this like this like general store kind of way to just get information out of them because they will not break. That's great. Oh, I, I see now. You, they're not. They didn't literally travel back in time. They went to like a Renaissance fair. Yeah, exactly, type of but thing. they won't break. I know exactly. Yeah, they're not allowed to break character. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what episode you're talking about now. And like while they're while they're like actively getting robbed. Yeah. By like a sophisticated group of fucking burglars type <laughs> shit. Yes, that's amazing. But back to the episode. Uh, they get the fluid, and Rick like takes his time letting. <laughs> he locks him out. That was just, he locks Morty out. Yeah. Morty oh, which said. by the way, to, so there's something that's gonna come up later. Is a uh, the the guy at the general store gives him the fluid, and he gives him some candy bars. Yeah. yeah and and them. later those candy bars are what Rick goes. Those candy bars had purginol in them, so like your character is preserved. Basically, you are being chemically induced to purge because of the existence of purginol in those candy bars. But then it shows us that it was, pur- it was purginol free. Yeah, purginol. Now and purginol so, free. yeah, Rick was. And he definitely quite like he's got your way of ethics or the way of thinking. Like if you know you don't, you don't trust the squeaky clean guy, right? You got to have a little bit of you have a little stain on that. On that, on that old ticker of yours. You can't, oh yeah, I'm I'm real big on we're we're all rascals, and yeah. if you're denying yourself your inherent rascality, like you're a problem. Yeah, and so he's definitely trying his damnedest to not be a part of anything that's the purge, and he's it's literally making him ill. You know, he's like sick. He's like he doesn't know what to do. He's just like frustrated. And here comes like Rick with like, dude, you you never clicked on a link that like shows a beheading or. You know, more had morbid curiosity about things, and he's like, "No, have you?" And he was like, "Like, no, man, I've seen shit. Like, that stuff just doesn't interest me." I anymore. eat shit like that for breakfast. Yeah, like, that's nothing, that. bro. That's a beheading video is nothing yeah, for yeah. me. He's li- but he's like literally doesn't consider people who are who are uh, what is it bureaucrat bu- like bureaucrats people. Like, yeah, they're robots. I don't <laughs> respect them. Yeah. So he has definitely his uh, his dark sensibility just kind of staining. Uh, poor Morty in this episode. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's all, and he and he drags it out of him too. Oh yeah, it gets crazy. And so they they hover up about you know maybe a hundred two hundred feet. Uh, good viewing distance. Good viewing distance, and they're like, he's like, come on, like let's just stick around for two seconds and you know get a, get a good you know couple of sees a couple of views in about the I'll see what this whole purging's all about. Even though like he he goes to the thing and he's like immediately knows what's going on. He's like, it's a purge. It's a purge planet. Oh, he and just they, wants to watch yeah, it. He just wants like, to see the gore. Yeah, and he like he's been to a couple. He's even said like he's had one they call like the the cleansing red, red night, red night, and then the other one just called murder day or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, this is kind of like quiet, like quiet, slow, like third wall breaking of like you know they can't all be, you know, <laughs> they can't all be like sh- like rooted in you know sh- uh, shady elites. Like the ones just one's just like kill me. Yeah, there isn't. There ain't got to be some big backstory yeah. behind it at all. Uh, so, like, it's, they get a good they get a good viewing distance, and then you just hear in the in the darkness uh, a feminine scream, right? Yeah. Well, so they they get they get closer once he once he gets up in the air yeah. and he convinces them to watch. He gets closer, and literally, uh, like, it gets so close that like the blood and shit <laughs> splatters up on the windshield, and that's whenever Rick's like, "Man, I had enough." Yeah. He like vomits out the side of the car, and as he's vomiting out of the side of the car, is whenever we hear Arthrisha screaming Arthur's for help, and that's whenever Morty's like, "Hey, um, we gotta go down there. Like, it's, <laughs> we gotta go help." You gotta go down there. I'm gonna tell my mom. 
Yeah, I'm going to tell my mom that you brought me here. Yeah. He's the literal threat. The blackmail. How he blackmails him. <laughs> I'm going to tell mommy. Like, you don't get it, bro. Like, I'm, like, you're, you're a literal god, but you still have to deal with that. Like, well, it's like, your daughter's going to be mad at you. There's, what yeah. are you going to do when your daughter's mad at you? You got to deal with it. Yeah, so, you know, they and it's really just an annoyance. It's a frustration. He could probably, like, rationalize it to, to Beth, but the fact that he has to even rationalize things. Everything's a, a matter, person. everything's a matter of how much effort it's going to take versus how much it's going to be mm -hmm. worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's more effort than it's worth. Yeah, exactly that. Like, I, I have Morty now. He's taking him, he's taking himself away and I can just drop it. Yeah. So they land to help Arthrisha, and Rick is just blasting everybody and having a blast with it he's because he's got a hall pass. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, you should get in on this. We're morning. totally in the clear to yeah, kill all these people. Yeah, you should get in on this. Morning. Say that to Morty. He's like not packing a gun at all. Like Morty's just like a thirteen-year-old with like his bare hands. Like, mm -hmm. get in on this. Fight some of these guys who are like terrifying. And the the best thing about it is, is that you literally see, you know. Just what, what makes thirteen-year-old boys tick is just the the opportunity to like just be around. He literally boys. heard the mating call. Yeah. Like, oh, it yeah. was like, oh, it's his dick started going off. That's it all is, it took. It's literally a, a compass to him, you know, trying to trying to essentially, you know, white knight for this person who he doesn't even know, and it shows. You know, he's, he's got an affinity for cats, I guess, because he's all about this uh, alien cat girl, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's no question, like, he was attracted to the old girl. Yeah. Um, Morty asks to bring her up on the ship, yeah. and Rick obliges after all that he's done to be, yeah. after all you've done to blackmail after me. After all you've done to blackmail me, how can I say no to that? You know, it was so great. And Morty keeps asking, like, the worst questions. His game is absolutely miserable, and they're all purge-related questions, too. <laughs> oh, like, what was it like? Was it like, was it like, whoa, we're all purging? Whoa, this is, this is crazy. Or was did they just, like, get into it? <laughs> No, it took some people some time to get used to. He's just there's this great meme where it's just like my 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 uh, my style of game is is hey how are you doing, and if I don't get a response from that I'm like ah oh, shit <laughs> like all right I, I gave it my all like I shot my whole yeah, shot shot my whole shot like, hey how are you doing? <laughs> I saw a thing that was like a midwestern. Uh, dirty talk and it was like I'll see you next Tuesday <laughs> that's so great that's uh, so great man well so uh, it actually shows us what's going on back at home Which, and Jerry's trying to make small uh, talk yeah, with Summer right, and Summer's you? just giving him the hardest time about it yeah but she's he, he I, I love that you're holding me uh, uh, you're holding me verbally hostage, hostage. Yeah. and so she he walks into the room and does what every and not just father, but every person who just doesn't have much to say. Like, what are you doing watching TV? What are you doing reading a book? You know, it's just like, what are you, like, literal, what is your response supposed to be to that? Yes, yes, I am. Or no, no, I'm not. Or, it's either I, it's either I give you sarcasm yeah. or I bark yes like a trained yeah. dog. And there's literally no, there's no where to go from these, these close-ended questions, you know? Well, it's up to the person who's posing them. Like, yeah, exactly. And so she, he's getting nothing in return. There's zero give back from this. And she says, 
like like we had we had like we'll reiterate it, but she's holding him verbally hostage, and his his whole thing is just to kind of like gaslight her into being like, whoa, are you gonna be, you know, is this you know is this how you treat your father? Like what's going on here? And she's like, I literally don't want to participate in this. It's like, bro, you're creating drama because you're bored. Get a, yeah, get a job. It's just so great, man. I, I can relate, man. I've been out of a job. I don't think I, st- I started drama, but I've, I've definitely was. Bro, you know you were just walking around the house like, so, uh, <laughs> that laundry didn't get folded. <laughs> I, just, I would love it. It would literally be, like, a legit reason to, like, hold me down and, like, literally, st- like, stomp the biggest mud hole in, in my You don't life. do laundry? No, I'm just saying if so, if I was jobless and I found the other person there just kind of, like, saying it didn't get folded. Like me being passively aggressive and unemployed, that I would get like the biggest mud hole stopped in me. Yeah, as you deserve. Yeah. Bro, if you're unemployed and won't even fold laundry, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? It's like you just deserve the the biggest like, mud bro, hole. Like, bro, go make your bed. How about that? <laughs> Let's start small. Like, why don't you just like first off, let me let me verbally go from this hostage situation you have me in, and go make your bed. Go go <laughs> clean your room, Bucko. I can just imagine you walking around the house, just like kind of kicking cans, trying to <laughs> trying to figure Sign. out, you know, just. <sighs> but either way, uh, they uh, Arthricia suddenly remembers that she has a nana who needs saving, and Rick obliges her. Oh, and and I love that he he literally feels like he, every fiber of his being is like just what. I put myself in this situation from, you know, basically allowing Morty to, you know, now physically, like, not emotionally blackmail him, but just actually blackmail him. I feel like verbally blackmail I feel like Rick knows what's yeah. up. He just, like, lets himself get into shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, he's yeah. just bored enough to be like, all right, let's see where the, like, I know she's lying, but I want to, let's, uh, she, he's let's very, see where it goes. Exactly. A, the, I forgot what I, it was basically a podcast and the, and the, the, the uh, this, the co-host is giving him, giving her nothing, giving him nothing, and he's like, "Well, if if you can't yes end, then I'm done with this. But like, we can't. If you're not gonna play along with this, and you're not willing to yes and me, let's stop it here." <laughs> it's like, well, that was happened live on someone else's podcast. Yeah, but of course, uh, the banter is like ninety percent, uh, you know, uh, like how would you say ninety percent, you know playing it out 10% like real you know like 10% like you're not yes ending me and I'm getting a little frustrated but the other 90% is like I'm gonna yell out I got you I don't know these characters so that's funny that's I can see how that's funny yeah it's the best so uh they he definitely is someone who is willing to yes and every situation like we're in the situation how can I move it forward how can I proceed to getting me maybe out of the I mean he took he took three years of improv workshops (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Which couldn't fit in the bug brain, so he had to leave it in oh, the in the brainalyzer. Yeah. So uh, it was also it was also that in his fear of tubas, right, or his fear of clarinets, something like that, and his want to buy a hat. Yeah, his want to buy a hat. Yeah. Um, so Arthricia uh, shoots Rick. And the uh, heart is working. It, yeah, it's a. She shot me in the liver. It's the hardest working liver in the galaxy. That's great. I love that he. I love that he. You know, he, he probably has some sort of microorganism constantly keeping his liver from just being a black. Uh, you know. 
He's definitely, you know, whenever they scanned him at the airport and they saw his upgrades, yeah. one of his upgrades is definitely his lip. I'm sure. It it's has gotta to be. be. Right? Gotta be. There's no way, especially now. The liver's pretty cool, right? It can regenerate. It can heal itself and it can... I don't it, know the shit liver's like, The liver's like a really neat organ. You know, it's one of those, I think like if it, if it gets pierced or cut, or you can actually cut a piece of someone else's liver, and if they're all... If it all if it all matches blood and everything and tissue, you can actually take a piece of liver out of someone else and put it in their liver, and they can it can you know basically heal itself. It's really neat. It's one of those things you can do. It's really cool. Bro, that's some sci-fi shit. Human body is amazing. Motherfucking what? You could take half a liver from one person and smash it into other half of someone else's liver and it merge into a whole liver. I'm thinking it can, and it can also heal itself. Bro, that's some symbiote shit, bro. That's some like. Hollywood fucking horror movie shit, bro. To like Some tusk shit going on there. That's crazy, bro. That's like, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to make of that, bro. I don't know if I'm entirely comfortable with my liver anymore, bro. <laughs> I might want that motherfucker out of me, bro. Of can I can, can I sell my liver on the black market? Oh yeah, I wanted it gone. I can't live without a liver, can I? No, it's like a, it's a, it's a necessity. That's like one of those things. If you do, you're gonna if you try and live without a liver, what's about what's like? I would just have to be on like constant dialysis, that's right? I'd have to have a machine just, just doing have, it for yeah, me. Yeah, just like filtering your blood and stuff. It and it wouldn't be. It ain't like a kidney. I, well, what if I could donate half my liver? <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna grow back on its own, and it sounds like someone could use that motherfucking half. If I. So here's my question. That just sounds painful. Here's my question: is if is if someone pulled their liver out entirely and then shoved my half a liver in there, would it grow into a whole liver? I don't think so. You think that's where the line is, huh? That's where livers are like, just nah. I need to be tapping out. I need to be fucking mashed into another liver before I'll fully regenerate. I can't just do it here. He's just like, why wouldn't that work? I don't think none of this should have worked. None of this shit sounds intuitively correct, motherfucker. Like it'll be like mm, that's my intuitive sense feels like. No, I don't, like, like I don't know if that would work. I'm not. I was. A, I also haven't spent like a third of my life in med school. Well, where did you learn the first bit? Uh, just random bullshit that you pick up from uh, knowing things that are stupid and unnecessary for your job or anything that you do in real life. So what you mean is you're full of shit? No, I'm not full of shit. It's the truth. Yeah. That can regenerate. We need a Jamie. That's what we need to. We need to start bringing Greg in so that he can be our our Jamie. Jamie. Oh, that's so perfect. And then he doesn't have to be on camera. He can just. Yeah, he can fucking nerd it out. Damn it, man. I think we found a perfect opportunity. Maybe. But this is what this. This is literally what this podcast is for. It's literally a. a, Are we supposed to be talking about Rick and Morty? A nail popped up. Yeah, who cares? We're supposed to. A nail popped up and two hammers just trying to hit it. We should, Hardest working liver in the in the. We galaxy. should do the thing that we're doing here now. It's a freaking Portal Boys. Portal Boys be podcasting, season two, episode nine. Look who's purging now. Hardest working liver in the galaxy. Hardest working liver in the galaxy. She took the ship. She took the ship. And uh, she has my gun. The portal bun. The portal gun is in the ship. We're like the rest of these assholes now. We're about to get purged. And That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. You got there. So All right. It was, a, it, was, it was definitely a trip. I was too high for this, loss. man. I hit fucking dabs, bro. It's no, no, no. You hit multiple dab dabs? Like, you, like, did dabs times three. That's how many you saw. 
<laughs> that is true. That's just how many you saw. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but, so, are, are Tristan, how do we say your name? So think arthritis. Arthritis. Arthritia. Arthritia. So Arthritia has basically left them to fend for themselves. And Morty, being the sex-deprived 13-year-old horned-up teenager, uh, was like, like you got, like you can't do this to us. Still trying to like somehow get on her better side or, or you know, meet her, meet some kind of like, you know, humanity in her. And she's like, I've got more important things to deal with. I like how she really can't fly the ship very yeah, well, yeah. and she just like bounces it off several things, and then just like goes straight through a windmill off screen, and that's that. But she she manages. She's uh, I think she's still technically like. Crashes it into something, or it's, it's it's off to the side of a particular house when they run into it again, right? My thing also is, it's eighteen hundreds time. Yeah. Why do they have windshield wiper fluid? And did you just find a plot hole in this? I mean, maybe the maybe the elites do. I didn't know to, I, I didn't really pay attention. Like there's just like one rich guy who pulls through town over here and there pays a premium price for windshield wiper Probably, fluid. Yeah. I mean, there are there are super elites in this that that keep them. Uh, purging each other, so maybe they have uh, the only car and they roll through, like you said. And it doesn't matter if we find plot holes. The moment that you start trying to apply logic to this yeah. fucking cartoon, it breaks way down. And so, so, we yeah, logic is unnecessary. No, it's about feel. It's about feeling and having fun at this point. So we we get to a point where they're. They're basically on the run, right? They're going well, to run so well, so in the house, right? Like Morty, after getting the ship stolen, yeah, runs into the house. The house is on fire. Rick's got a hole in his liver, and there are now purgers running towards them. Yes. And Rick stands up and throws a thing and turns one of them into just fucking nano dust. Yeah. And he's like, "All y'all stay back. Drop your shit." Or I'll do it to you, and Please. it's just like a fucking Hopefully thing of Tic Tacs. Yeah. And if you listen, you can hear they did the, the like you can hear it rattling. Like it's so funny. They they did really good with that. And uh, he's like, dude, I don't. Know. This is a box of Tic Tacs. Go get their shit. And uh, so he's basically now got some sort of weaponry to fun, fend off the people as as Rick fixes his liver and also is trying to get in contact with Summer. Which brings us back uh, home with summer and jerry where they're bickering right and then suddenly the yeah. space phone starts ringing in the couch i think she he comes in and he does that he does that and he's like are you gonna be nice for crackers well it's like uh i've got crackers and she's like mm-hmm. he's like you're gonna be nice now she's like in exchange for crackers the fuck and then she and then he's like is it is it just a time and place or just teenagers where you start acting mean to your father? Or yeah, is it just part of growing up? Is it just part of being a teenager to hate your father? She's like, oh my... I think this is actually where she's like, oh my God, you're creating drama because you're bored. Get a job. Yeah. And so now, um, now there's like... Well, as the phone's ringing, yeah. Summer's like, the fuck? This is like the space phone that Grandpa left us. I wonder who it is. And Jerry's like, is it Taddy Mason? And... Summer doesn't even really acknowledge that and they start talking on the phone and Summer is having trouble hearing Rick so she puts him on speakerphone and Rick tries to say something and Jerry goes, Taddy? Is this Taddy Mason? And Rick goes, yes. yes. 
Jerry, this is Taddy Mason, a character none of us have ever heard of, calling you on a space phone. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. Which is funny because it's interdimensional cable. Where else would he call you on? It's a space phone. Exactly. So, like, Morty's... Or, or, Jerry, Jerry is just dumb enough to be like, uh, I don't know. And just dumb enough to, oh, well, we won't get to that. I mean, we can't, unless we can, right? I mean, Taddy Mason is Don't like, ruin the podcast by leaping around. Ah, we'll fight. No, I'm kidding, bro. We'll talk about whatever kidding. you want. Well, no, it's just so funny. We find out that Taddy Mason's is like a, like a friend hotline instead of like a pervy sex hotline. It's yeah, just, it's like phone sex for people who need friendship. Yeah. <laughs> $1.99 a minute. Why is our phone bill 7 thousand dollars it's a it's someone who would definitely never call you back like taddy mason is is literally a a person on the other end a a blob of cells on another end in a in an interdimensional call center call center basically making you not you know drop a toaster in the water while you're sucking on oranges so Effectively, throughout all this, I mean, Morty winds up shitting on Jerry. Everyone shits on Jerry. Yeah. He basically tells him, like, to shut the hell up. Like, nobody knows. Like, oh my God, shut the fuck up type shit. Yeah, just like, like, we're we're in so much deep shit, and you just being, existing is making everything a hundred times worse. Bro, you gotta stop, man. You gotta chill. (laughs) What is the, we gotta gargoyle his ass. Just to the. Off yes, thrown off screen left and forgotten about. But Rick winds up telling Summer to go to the garage, get a box, type in a bunch of numbers into it, and hit send type shit. More power on her than like it takes me three times to write down a, to write down a phone number. So I'm like, one more time, one more time. You know, homegirl's been through it with this man so much. She's she's able to just know instinctively. I don't get a second chance of asking. Summer is Mrs. Reliable yeah. whenever it comes to it. She's too reliable, reliable to a fault. Like yeah. ruined everything with Mr. Nimbus because she was able to actually go get that yeah, magical she, she, show. She, she follows through, and to the point where she's too reliable in the sense that, like, well, Rick will never bring a girl along because they because he doesn't want to. You know, what well, compromises missions? Exactly. You should be ashamed of who you are. Yeah, exactly. Like it's out of Rick's mouth. Be ashamed of who you are. Um, but so she hits send and it shoots out of the fucking garage. She's like, oh, I was supposed to take that outside. But it's also while she's being she's being like verbally continually yeah. bugged yeah. by Jerry. And he's like, he's he's. I think this is actually the part where he's like. Is it is it just is it teenagers that just say like basically just poking her just continuously poking her until finally she's like it, it caused her to basically you know put a hole in the roof and have him standing there and she she emotion she strictly cuts straight to the she cuts straight she to starts the, playing right along she's yeah. like oh yeah you would push me so high and just like literally like she knows what type of responses that Jerry wants mm-hmm. and so she gives them to him. And, like, within three responses, they're to the actual point. Yeah. And the actual point is that homie needs money. Not, and it's, is, it the, is it the amount to cover the Taddy Mason loss? 
I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. She, like, she she ain't got seven thousand dollars laying around. She ain't making that much money as a, as a summer kid. He, he asked for a specific. No, no. Amount. He said that he just needs a little bit of cash to make it till the next thing comes in. He can feel it. There's something coming. Type okay. shit. So he's just asking for like. He's just asking. He's asking a bookie for that. Yeah, another. he's just asking for survival yeah, cash yeah, yeah. at this point. And uh, he's like, "Well, this is what rock bottom feels like." And then just a shingle, a single shingle just falls down. And literally hits him on the head to let him know that like you've been at rock bottom, buddy. Like, I think it's like a running joke that every time that he thinks he's at rock bottom, yeah. something just like hits him and makes it a little bit worse. The dog, the dog wanting his check. So Man, this gives you no sustenance. All I can ever think of whenever uh, they're doing these uh, Jerry needing money bits is, uh, have you seen How High? Oh yeah, man, it's so great. I met him and he said, I need money. And I said, shit, me too. And it's like, Jerry is I need money of the of the Rick and Morty verse. That's the best, man. But uh, Rick and Morty uh, wind up fighting through. Yeah, fighting uh, through what is essentially a mob of like. Yeah, I mean, Rick, Rick like fashions a shotgun. Yeah. And, like, kills several people and, like, gets in a situation where he's like, I don't want to be the little help guy, but I could use a little help. Yeah. And Morty throws him a fucking spoon. spoon. <laughs> There's a table filled with silverware, and you can only the one thing that can't kill anybody. But he still, he still manages to kill somebody, which, which brings me back to, like, I think American Dad, where Roger's, like, becoming... I think a police guard or something. He wants to become a cop, and he handcuffs. He handcuffs. He handcuffs like Stan's wife, and she's. And he's like, "There's nothing on you that can kill me. Go ahead and try." And bitch takes her shoe off and shoves it down his throat. And he's like, "Way to go!" Like not even mad. Just like, yeah. Like here I am talking cash money shit. You shove a, a shoe down my throat. Like, well, it's like, do you have anything that can harm me? Like, buddy, I'm a gorilla. Like. I can harm you. Did you hear about that guy? Had to register his hands as a weapon. Then he killed somebody. And then he had to go to jail for life. That sounds made up as shit. <laughs> That's the whole theme for Con Air. That's fucking definitely made up then. Yeah, remember, like, Nicholas Cage? Oh, yeah, I've ever seen Con Air. Oh! I have to change that, man. There's like, there's, like, a whole podcast idea that me and my friend are working on. Watching just movies that not be shitty or good just completely taking the piss out of it and i think conair has you have to be on that, that with us and we need to do conair because it's just like i think it's like dave Chappelle's like third or fourth movie he's like in it for all three seconds yeah i mean you could literally just uh put microphones on headsets and yeah. sit there and watch it and just record the live reaction oh definitely and just sync it up with the video of the actual video yeah i watch a i watch a, a po- i watch a podcast on uh one of the one of the one of the paywall sites, and they basically uh, riff on movies that they think are either you know really stupid or just gonna make them laugh. You know? Yeah, they have some element that makes it particular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the name of that podcast? Uh, that one is uh, what is it? Daywave Radio. There you go. Yeah. Shout them out. Shout them you like you like their content, man? Oh heck yeah, man! Daywave. There, there's a there's a running joke on Daywave right now. Where it's it's uh, day morning radio and it's just stick figures of them, so like one's JJ uh, Stoner, so it's just a stick figure of him on top of a bong, and it's just like a stick figure of like the guy they call Frozen Asian, 
and then like a stick figure of the main character and they're like this is day morning wave radio we do way better than day wave radio day wave radio is garbage day morning radio is where it's at they're they're a buff of us and it's just so funny they've been doing they've been playing back and forth with each other and it's just the best it's the it's some of the funniest content i'd love seen. to do something like that with us where we get like some shitty little animation to go along with our content it would be so amazing. i know a guy man yeah, i know a that. guy I, I remember you talking about wanting to do that as a running intro and that just sounds so oh awesome. man just at least for the intro yeah yeah we need to get interest for everything else too but we'll we'll get we'll get there oh man this is this is our baby man i love i love me some portal boys i look forward to this this is uh, this is the highlight of my week it really is yeah so we uh so we have... Uh, they we go have to the lighthouse. The lighthouse, yeah. We have them running towards the lighthouse. Well, you know, basically getting to the lighthouse as fast as possible. And then uh, it's... I think he's holding, like, a sickle, and the other one's holding, like, a machete. And this this just crickety old man just kind of comes to the door and is like, I don't, I don't partake in the... In the purge, but... Or in the, in the, in the murder. In the festival. In, in the festival, but... If you do, I just ask you make it quick. You're like, no such intentions, partner. <laughs> yeah, he's just straight to the... And he's like, well, he's like, all we need to do is do A, B, and C, and we'll we'll be out of your hair. And he's like, okay, well, you can put your beacon up, and you can do everything you got to do. I just need one of y'all guys to read my to, li- to, to listen, listen to my, my tale. Tale, yeah. And so, of course, old boy still fighting those those primal those primal urges. Is like, well, this is something I can get behind. I don't mind listening to your story. Let let's do this thing. You do the science thing. I'll do the listening thing. Everything's gonna be copacetic, right? And so he dusts off, you know, what looks to be like an actual script more than you know. It's it's like it's even talked like a script, right? Yeah. So he he even refers to it as a script later. Yeah, he does. Okay, so yeah. Or Morty does one of the two. Yeah, and, and so it's like you know, introduction. This person doesn't know she's hot, and he's going on with the tale. Yeah, it basically turns into a three weeks earlier bit, yeah. right? Where, like, they get to the climax, and it's like, fade to black. Fade to black. Three weeks earlier, and you can tell it kind of, like, lets Morty down. Yeah, he's, he's just, like, like, he, and, I mean, later on in the later on in the show, I mean, he clearly has an affinity for some sort of writing or some sort of storytelling because he writes the greatest heist story ever written for Netflix, right? And then he essentially gets his enthusiasm, heist, you know, there's a heist for his enthusiasm done by Rick. Yeah. So he clearly, he clearly knows what he's talking about in his mind of the way a script should be written. If he's already yeah. trying to get one sold or shot. Well, he just nice. said he's not. I mean, he tried to be nice. He did. Yeah, he did. And then he got pressed right. on it for some constructive criticism, and he was like, you know, hey man, I'm not a big fan personally of the three weeks earlier bit. Let's and he's get like, the story get the fuck out, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Take your take your goddamn beacon down. I showed. I let you into my house. You forced me to help you. I'll show you something I care about. And take a big old shit on it. Which is basically a, um, um, like the the um, the Jerry equivalent of emotion of purging, emotionally manipulating someone into doing this, and then immediately still not gratified with that, throwing the person out. Like they they both done what they were supposed to do, respectively. You know, he listened to his tale. He gave him he gave him some some sort of constructive criticism. All the old man had to do was basically take the criticism. Take it on the chin. Yeah. Yep, couldn't do it at all. Could not do it. And so uh, he goes upstairs to try and take down the... uh, Yeah, he's ready to take down the beacon. Yeah, and uh, Morty basically is like pleading his case to Rick. And he... This dude tries to take down the the beacon. And so Morty shoves him down the stairs. And he's like, boom! 
No, we can cut three weeks earlier while you while you're still alive, that bitch. Is the best line ever. And when before he pushes him down, like even Rick is having like a kind of like this like like little crises moment where he's like, "We're a guest in this man's house, like." Like, we need to, like, come on, show some respect. And he's like, dude, I tried to be a good guest. This dude drug it out of yeah, me, man. Like, it's too late now. And so now we have him mangled at the bottom of the stairs. And the beacon goes off. And the beacon does go off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so as the beacon's going off, it's reeling something in, right, is what it's doing. It's reeling It's reeling something. Oh, it is a beacon. It's, 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 it's a landing zone for fucking... Yeah. The, the thing that Summer was sent yeah. off, and what that thing that Summer sent off turns out to be is mechs, two mech suits, yeah, yeah, mech suits. that so they're able to go purge mechs, it. Like I, you, you like you like a lot of ma- manga stuff and a lot of like did that was that like a is that like kind of a Japanese culture? Like, where I don't do these know. Mech suits uh, come from because I mean you see them in a lot of different. It's like things. Iron Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like the thing. You know, because yeah. like in from what I know, they were doing like a actual Transformer shit and. and like Gundams and Transformers and shit in Japan, they weren't really putting people in suits. You know, the mech suit really seems to be. I I don't know, man. Flat ass out speaking outside of my neck, but I mean, like the 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 the, the place where I think that shit really first started was if the the Iron Man rocking Mm -hmm. that iron suit was that where that shit really kind of got its origination. Makes sense. I mean, I'm not I'm not asking for like a definitive hundred percent, but just what you thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the I I I. I think that I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I know that I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, if I were to, if I were to fucking, dark, yes. yeah, I would say that Iron Man's probably if like. I was to let my ass speak. Yeah, based on what I know, the limited knowledge that I possess, I would say it was probably, probably old Iron Man that got that trend going. Yeah, it just seems pretty cool. Like, so the mech suits drop, and we have him like kind of having to convince Morty to get into it, but not too hard. Like he's like, let's, you know, like. This is the time. We well, have- so Rick goes down and starts purging, and Morty's like trying not to, but he's people keep trying to kill yeah, he's him. Literally getting stabbed. Like he gets to where he's having to literally defend himself, or else he's gonna get hurt. And so it just fucking triggers, and he goes crazy, starts killing everybody. Once everybody's dead, he tracks down people who were hiding. Once he kills them, he just starts dropping bullets into fucking corpses, bro. <laughs> and I think he says, "Oh, I, I think those guys were actually running." I think those guys were actually just hiding. Yeah, hiding. Yeah, that's what I, mean. I think. Those guys were actually just hiding more. It's like, it's like, like you're you're you, you've hit the point of no return, buddy. Like, you're, you, what are you doing? It's like, buddy, this isn't. You're not doing the thing anymore. Yeah, you. So they track down Arthrisha, and she had, and she winds up telling me, "Stop, stop! I was actually just trying to take down the people who uh, are putting on the festival, who are manipulating shit." Yeah. And Rick's like again down to answer the call to fucking adventure, like not really having a horse in the race. Not really giving a fuck about this person particularly. Just like a neat experience I could go on. Let's and see what happens. The best part is is that as he's talking to her, here comes Morty and he's like, Fuck Fucking you, kill her! Mother. Kill that bitch! Kill that bitch! I'm gonna kill her! She's dead! And then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, you don't understand. Like, like she's just a pawn in this, like, twisted game. And he's like, I, I, don't, I don't fucking care. I'll kill you too, old man. It's been a long time. Purge! <laughs> don't purge. You're sending me mixed messages, man. And he's ready to take out the old man, but he literally zaps him. He's like, hey. Knocks him right knocks out. Knocks him right out. And he throws him on like a backpack. It That's so funny. That's exactly the term that I used in my notes was that he's wearing Morty like a <laughs> yeah, backpack, dude. 
throws them on like a Whenever they're dancing and Morty's just, just like kind of loosey goosey. Yeah, it's probably the best Morty's ever danced yeah, ever. Yeah, I think it really is. Um, but, so they're down to now. Now they're they're heading to the elites. Right? Yeah, they're heading to the cabal. Yeah. And uh, so Rick has put Arthrisha in one of the suits. One of the suits now. Yeah, the, yeah, Morty's no longer in a suit. She's he's put Arthrisha in a suit. And did you did you actually find the name of the song? That they come in it with. feels good. Yeah. I don't know the name okay. of that song. I I just just, was it feels it good. Feels, yeah, That's all. Fake, for all we know. It probably is fake. Yeah. It's Some bullshit like, they made up. And so, the, so you hear this like murmuring of a song start to play, right? It feels good. Yeah, it's like in the background. Yeah, just yeah. kind of. What like, is that music? <laughs> and here comes Arthrisha. I think I. Well, that. so Rick comes in and he's yeah. like, "Hey, you know." Like. I really don't have a horse in this race. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who to judge. I'm just like a dude from another planet, and apparently, you've been you, basically making this woman kill and purge for most of her natural born life. So she's gonna repay the favor. It's like you guys have been doing it from a position where y'all can't get got yeah. a lot, like a socioeconomic suit of power armor, and now the playing field's been yeah. equalized. Let's let it, this happen it, organically. Introduce, introduce her. Introduce equalizer. Equalizer, yeah. And at that point. I think someone is being, is trying to push their social weight around. It's like, you can't... Yeah, yeah. They like, try to be like, nah, and it's just like immediate katana yeah, slash. Yeah, I don't think it was like even... Like, you can't do this didn't even get to roll off the tongue nope. until it was like puns... Uh, puns guillotine drops. <laughs> yeah, it was it was immediate. There was no time to fuck around once yeah. the once the starting started. And then so she's like, "Bro, you gotta get in on this." He's like, on, "Nah, man, it's all a little gratuitous at this point. I've kind of had my fill." And then of course, you know, he can't he he can't just sit there and let her have an increment of fun without him. So it's just like, "Yeah, I'm getting my I'll get all right. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in." I'm they in, kill I'm him in all these funny ways. Like they yeah, like it, Rick it, like. It's coming down like the, he uses the blasters on his feet that he uses to slow down to melt someone's face. He grabs the cat from the top of the neck and shoots a rocket up its ass. Yeah, see, that's that's the type of content that I signed up for. That's exactly the type of content that I signed up for whenever I started watching Rick and Morty. So ridiculous. I love so. that. I love whenever they start blood dancing. Whenever they're literally dancing. Yeah, they're dancing into and, and he's like, she's like, watch this. And she just like starts doing like... And she's like, what's the song? It's so good. And, and Rick like, goes, it feels good. It feels good. That's what he responds. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's probably the name of the song and as far like, as I can tell. Top, top the charts. Top the charts in the 90s. And so the sun rises. Morty wakes up. And at like with Rick kind of giving him the shove, goes and shoots his final shot with Arthrisha, who she's like, I got a boyfriend. I got a boyfriend. Oh, oh. I uh, he's like, dude, you're just repeating shit at this point. Like, I heard it the first time. Yeah. Like, he like has to stop her. It's like, just shut up. Yeah. You can tell. Like, she's like, so sweet. Yeah, so once sweet. he takes it nice. Yeah. Once he takes it well, she's like, oh, maybe, but no. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, there, like, there's open mic nights here in Taylor. And, like, I told my buddy, like, I told Steven, shout out to Steven. I was like, I got this bit that I just kind of want to roll out there, even if it's just one joke, to just kind of, like, get my my toes wet and just being in front of a crowd because I can talk in front of a camera and bulb here and blue mic and my I mean, a couple buddies but like a crowd of people I haven't tried it yet I don't think I'm I don't think I want to actually do it but I was like uh, you know it started off like who hey who, who this week shot their shot you know like if you get a response it was like they always tell you you know well, the worst thing they can say is no but they don't ever tell you about the eel oh yeah I've been told you 
know. Yeah, that's why you don't go downtown, man. People are ugly down there on the inside. Those yeah. people who say you, they're looking out into the world and they see disgust, and that's because they're disgusting. Yeah, so this is like that. I don't know if it would make any laughs, but it makes me laugh personally, and I just want to Listen, laugh. bro, if it serves you, go do it. That's the so, bottom line. Uh, so, yeah, that would be that would be my one and only stand-up joke. But I think, I think I've maybe... I'm sure there's there's probably same thing out there where it's probably a hundred times funnier, but that's my personal joke. I mean, you could get it out. I mean, it's it's a funny punchline. You just gotta get it delivered well. But to get back to the episode, uh, he shot his shot. He fails miserably, and they have to basically build up a new civilization from scratch. And Rick gives them two rules on the way out. If you need something, you get it. If you do extra work, you get extra food. Yeah, because one guy's like, I'm not gonna do this stuff for not extra. I want extra food if I'm going to. And, like, he goes, well, I'll give you extra. He goes, I can't just make bread. I need someone to watch my kid because the society is going to be based around giving and getting food or whatever. I'm the bread maker. Like, it only makes sense, but I have kids. And then those other guys are like, I'll watch your kid, but I need extra food. And he's like, well, I can't just give you extra food. And He's, he's like, like, well, I can I keep track of how much yeah. food in so, exchange yeah, for food. food. Yeah, And it all starts happening, man, but... If you need something, you get it. If you do extra work, you get extra food. Refuses to elaborate. Leaves. He basically leaves them at the at the start of a civilization, and he's this hairless monkey who's telling a bunch of cats how to live their life, you know? I love that it immediately devolves into violence, and the purge. first rule they make is a new purge. Yeah, it's a new purge. Like, don't you think we should just designate a period of time where we can get all this murderous hate and violence out of our systems, and it just cuts away? Was the was it the same old man the one where he go where he's kind of chumming it up with him, like the one I think so. The same old man where he's like not the general store guy, but no, the, guy, the very first yeah, person the they interacted with whenever they landed on the planet. Yeah, he's the one that they that they interact with and have to like kill really hard because he's like, I'm gonna do some awful stuff today, and it's. It's going down. Like, I'm nice until the sun goes down. <laughs> I bet you are, old man. Yeah. Well, so they're flying away, and Morty feels ashamed of who he is and what he's done, and that's yeah. whenever Rick is like, ah, oh, don't worry, it was purge and all. Yeah. And that's that. The candy wrapper drops, you see no purge and all. You see now without purge and all, or now with no purge and all. And then we get the fade to black screen, only to cut back in to interdimensional cable being on in the background. And then Jerry kind of standing there watching it as Beth comes in with the big ass uh, bill. Why is our phone bill $7,000? And who is Taddy Mason LLC? And then here comes Taddy Mason on the screen wearing a football jersey and just kind of looking like a bro and just being there for you. And if you want to talk about, you know, the game. It's $1.99 a minute. And I'll even call you. (laughs) I'll even call you regularly. And, uh, and he's like, the sounds he's making as he's trying to, uh, it's it's the worm noises, bro. He's making the worm noises. And he's like trying to turn off the TV. He can't find the remote. And he's like yanks the cord out of the TV. Just like, fuck it, get this off. And he like turns to look at Beth to see if he's been found out. And her only response is, get a job, Jerry. And it's wonderful because Jerry needs to get a job. You know the... That's that's the that's the that's the that's the that's the modern equivalent of getting busted or the I guess the, the the equivalent of getting busted with something, you know, sexually, you know, on your computer, some kind of. So you got you got caught you got caught with a Playboy, you know what I'm saying? Shuffling like, 
So click, 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 yeah, click, 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 anywhere, anywhere with this. I like all those clicks. It just means you're a man who knows what he wants. <laughs> but that's the that's the end of the episode, man. Yeah, uh, this was too much fun, and, and uh, I, d- I definitely would recommend always do your podcast after a major dab. It just goes off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, so it, it, here's, my, here's my thought on dabbing, right? And you, you, you're a, you've done some culinary, no, well, it's, well, so you've done some culinary stuff, so you'll yeah, get the simile, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to think of my brain chemistry as like a stew, right? And like there's serotonin and dopamine, like all these different chemicals in yeah. my brain. There's happy chemicals, sad chemicals, angry chemicals, all these different things. And like with an appropriate balance of them, it all tastes good, good. right? Like it's a, it's a, it's a nice chemical stew and I'm enjoying myself, right? Imagine that there was a seasoning for your stew called better. better. And just you could no matter what no matter what type of weird mix of ingredients you have in your chemical stew, it can be totally out of whack, it can be way too acidic or way too salty or way too anything. Like something Something disproportionate in any direction, you're really just hating it. Yeah. Sprinkle some of that better in there, and it brings it back to like a more palatable, appreciable place. And the, the bottom line is that dabs do that for me. So the funny thing is, is that there is literally a Futurama episode, right, where Bender wants to become like he basically wants to be on the future equivalent of uh, one of the cooking shows, Master Chef or yeah, Chop Master- or something. Exactly. And he ends up riding the trails, running into a hobo who teaches him how to become an amazing chef. But And, of course, robots don't have taste buds to, to basically understand the, the flavor palettes of, of any creature, let alone a human. And so he gives him his secret ingredient that will make anything taste good. And so by the end of it, everybody's loving his food, and he wins, the, he wins it, and then he convinces the people who throw, doing the contest not only give him the grand winning prize, but also a five fifty thousand uh, dollar prize for just being in Bender's presence, pretty much, right? And he's like, I also want to congratulate myself for winning the grand prize, and also the fifty thousand dollars that they're gonna give me for just being on the show. And then, so of course, Farnsworth tests the liquid that was given to be the ingredient that would make everything taste better, and it's just LSD. It's literally just liquid LSD. Mm. And they're like, he's just like, he's like, this isn't even a flavor enhancer. This is just potent LSD. Everybody's just really, <laughs> really enjoying themselves after they eat this, it's and they're associating little, it with yeah, the food. It's literally just this LSD and water to make people trip balls. Man, that's fantastic. I would love for Bender to be my personal <laughs> chef. Just personal chef, just dropping eye drops of LSD and bologna sandwiches all day. Eye drops of LSD and bologna sandwiches. Them portal boys be podcasting. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Joshua. This is Elias. You